Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Lately, I've been doing a lot of theme episodes that started with taking on all of the movies in the Zack Snyder DC universe. Then I made my way to Legendary's Monsterverse. However, I did not cover Kong Skull Island or the 2014 Godzilla remake or whatever you would like to actually call that. It's kind of a remake, yet it seems like it's not. I don't know, it's its own thing. I didn't really intend to do two movies in Legendary's Monsterverse. I only did Godzilla King of the Monsters because I was watching it in prep for Godzilla vs. Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong, of course, was pushed back a little bit. So that means my episode that was supposed to be Godzilla vs. Kong wound up being Godzilla King of the Monsters. Lately, I've been doing most of the mainstream Mortal Kombat films. I also decided to cover Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, last week. It's only natural that I would go and make an episode on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now, you guessed it. This is the 2021 Simon McQuaid directed... Oh man, I'm gonna miss that Mortal Kombat yell. The problem with it is, the movie doesn't even use the Mortal Kombat yell. I would have thought that this would have been something iconic that they would have still put in there. Sadly, they didn't. I don't know if anyone actually considers that a spoiler, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, I know it's been out for a week now, here's your spoiler warning. I may get into spoilers, I don't intend to, but if I do, listen at your own risk. This 2021 version of Mortal Kombat goes in a little bit of a different direction from what we've seen before. Hats off to the director here for subverting our expectations. Way to pull Ryan Johnson and what that particular director did with Star Wars The Last Jedi. Obviously I'm making a joke right there. This movie isn't bad, it's actually pretty good. I just don't really care for the character that we're following here in this film. The character of Cole Young. Cole Young is a MMA fighter who always loses. Throughout the film, he winds up gaining his power, his arcana, or whatever it's called. He winds up finding his power. You also find out that he has blood relation to one of the main characters of Mortal Kombat, and Outworld is trying to pull some strings by killing the Cole Young character. Throughout the film, we meet up with some of our favorite characters, such as Sonya, Kano, Liu Kang, Kung Lao. Of course, we also have to have the character of Raiden. Since I went in a little bit to my gripes there with the Cole Young character, I think I should elaborate on that a little bit more. Mortal Kombat has a very large cast of characters. This game series has been going on for almost 30 years now. It just seemed like a weird decision to not focus on any of the characters that we already knew. Instead, they're focusing on a character that is specifically created for the film. It would have been nice to actually have Cole Young become one of the characters that we knew from the video games that we love and are still popular today. If I had to actually guess, I think there's at least 50 characters that were introduced to the Mortal Kombat series over the years. We're probably in the 60 to 70 different characters there. The game is so rich with different characters that they could have easily went with that focus, but instead they went the direction they did. 
it's not necessarily a bad decision. It's just a strange decision to me. The other big gripe that I have would be the fact that this is Mortal Kombat Begins. That's right, we don't get an actual Mortal Kombat tournament. I know that that's one of the biggest complaints of everybody that has seen this film. It's probably my complaint as well. That's my big gripe there. Where is the Mortal Kombat tournament? We don't get that. Instead, we get a lot of the outworld, the evil characters and their plot. Does they want to make sure that a Mortal Kombat doesn't really exist or stack the cards. They want to make sure that they're going to win this tournament coming up. It works. It just isn't exactly what I was expecting. Maybe that's what they wanted to do because I heard that they have a couple movies in mind. I'm assuming with the sequel, we're going to get the actual Mortal Kombat tournament that we were expecting in this film. It's also very strange to me that as much setup as what this movie is building towards, it doesn't do much for people that are not familiar with the Mortal Kombat games, maybe the previous films, anything to do with Mortal Kombat. We do have a fairly large cast of characters here. Some of them are on screen more than others. It seems like they had a tough time juggling on what they wanted to do with the characterizations. They don't stick 100% to the game series, which is fine. This is a different medium. I'm sure things had to change for thematic reasons. It's pretty easy for me to say here that if you are not familiar with Mortal Kombat at all, you're going to think the movie makes no sense, or you're going to think it's a bad movie, which it's not on either one of those. It does make sense, but only if you actually know a little bit of the story. So I think if we were doing a actual prequel to the Mortal Kombat tournament itself, you probably would want to go and do a little bit of a better job with the story. We can also look at it from a completely different angle, that this is a movie purely for the fans. In that respect, it definitely succeeds, even with a lot of the changes to the characters themselves. We get somewhat accurate representations here of the characters we know from the video games. However, we do get some changes such as those magical powers that everybody possesses. You actually have to find that within yourself now. It was never explained in the games. They try to add this to the Mortal Kombat mythology. I'm okay with that. It didn't bother me one bit. It's just kind of strange when you have a character like Kano, his power is that he can shoot lasers from his one eye. It doesn't quite make sense. If I had to go and say what my favorite character would be in this movie, it's a tie between Scorpion and Kano. Kano was actually very entertaining with some of the stuff that he said. He was added for comic relief here. I think it actually worked pretty well. A lot of people really enjoyed his character from what I've seen as far as crowd reactions. The character of Scorpion? Well, I'll get to that in a little bit. One thing this Mortal Kombat definitely has on the 1995 edition of Mortal Kombat is the fact that this is R-rated. It's a bloody, profane, violent film. It's not too far in the violence. I was actually expecting a lot worse as far as the blood and gore. Yes, some things are super nasty, such as when Jax gets his arms ripped off. That's a pretty nasty looking moment. We also had the part where Kung Lao performs his signature fatality of cutting someone in half. Unlike the previous Mortal Kombat films, this is a movie that was not really marketed towards children. 
Instead, it was marketed towards fans of the games. At least I'm assuming that's what the marketing intended. In my theater experience with this one, yes, I actually went to the theaters to go see it. There was plenty of families bringing their children, mom, dad, kids, there to see all the carnage on screen. It's not too awful as far as it goes. I can't see this being rated NC-17 or anything like that. But it was nice to actually see some of the things that were more true to the video game. As far as the actual characters go, I do prefer the casting in the original Mortal Kombat film. This one here, the cast is okay. I know I got away from talking about the cast, but I did want to go and actually say everyone here did an alright job. I just didn't like them as much as the cast from the original Mortal Kombat movie. That's not knocking on anyone's performance here. Everybody does a fine job overall. It is important to note that the original Mortal Kombat film and film series was accused of whitewashing, specifically with the character of Raiden. Everybody wants him to be Asian, even though when we watched the movie back then, I never really heard too many complaints on it. Well, they decided to write that wrong here. I do have to say about something I really did love about this one and that's the opening to the movie. It's absolutely fantastic. It might be one of my favorite parts of the movie. It takes place in 1617 Japan. We actually get the fight between Hanzo Hasashi and Bihan, who are better known to us as Scorpion and Sub-Zero. With Hasashi representing the Shirai Ryu and Bihan representing the Lin Kuei. Who knows why these two are rivals, why the clans are rivals, but they are. The opening sequence is just awesome. It's not just in the martial arts on display, but the actual look of that scene, the cinematography there, is absolutely stunning. It even has a gripping setup that'll probably have a lot of us wishing that we would have received a movie that would have followed the Hanzo Hisashi Scorpion character more. I would have actually liked to see a live action version of the recently released Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. As good as the rest of the movie looks, this part really stood out to me. It's also some of the time where we get our first viewing of some of the CGI. The CGI in the movie is actually handled pretty well. Sadly, the character of Goro? Goro is a full-on CGI character here. He doesn't have much personality either. He doesn't speak. I didn't hear him say one word other than a lot of grunts and roars. That's okay, I guess he didn't need to have personality considering a lot of the characters here generally are on screen for just a few minutes and they're disposed of pretty quickly. I think the other part that was actually really well done was the last fight scene between Cole Young, Scorpion, and Sub-Zero. This is also the moment where we actually get our little callback to the original and one of the most popular things about the original Mortal Kombat film. I'm not going to spoil it just in case you haven't seen it. But overall this movie, you're going to know right away if it's for you or not. If you have any sort of interest in Mortal Kombat, you probably have played the games. Then I can't really see this movie being for you at all. Me personally, I did enjoy the movie, even if it's not quite the movie that I wanted to see. I think I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. 
You can catch up on past episodes at adamanalyzes.com. Also, if you do have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continuing to make new content. Plus, I simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night. Thank you.